Welcome to Rebecca Neal, the podcast where I, Rebecca, your host, share thought-provoking episodes with you to help you take your life from where it is now to where you want it to be. I have a huge desire and passion to help people just like you get out of their own way and start living the life that they deserve. I'm here to help you feel empowered, educated, and inspired to get into massive action and create change in your life today. Join me weekly as I share insights into the online business world, social media, and many other motivational topics, and also interview some of the world's most incredible humans to help you become the best version of yourself. Welcome back to Rebecca Neal, the podcast. Today, we have the gorgeous Ella, who's based between Adelaide and Perth, sharing her knowledge of Instagram with the world through her coaching courses and other digital materials. Ella has been able to help thousands of brands. And when she isn't drinking a coffee or down by the beach or logging into her Zoom for her next one-to-one coaching call, she is busy recording podcasts for The Influenced, a podcast started by her and her business savvy husband, Bart. The Influence podcast discusses all things marketing for your business, getting into the nitty gritty of a business plan and how to work with influencers and so much more. I'm so excited to welcome her to the show. Let's dive in. Thank you for being on the show today, Ella. I'm so excited. Tell us a little bit about your greatest mission and what your purpose is behind your business. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so, so excited. Um, Okay, so a little bit about my mission and the purpose behind my business. I guess when when I first started this out, um, I didn't really know that I could actually do this as a job. And I found that more and more people were like, can you teach me about Instagram? Can you teach me how to market myself on Instagram? And I guess the more people that were asking me and I was like, yeah, I mean, sure, I can do that. And it's sort of evolved to making sure that I am serving people to get themselves on Instagram. So I think, and I think this is something that you talk about a lot as well. It's, it's hard enough just getting on Instagram, let alone knowing what to do on Instagram. So I'm trying really hard to do both, just helping people get the confidence to actually get on there, give it a go, because it's so beneficial for your business and then teaching them how to actually use it properly, how to create content, how to sell on there, how to sell without being salesy and feeling icky and all of this, that sort of thing. Yeah, that's awesome. And you're right. I mean, pretty much every business has a place on social media these days. So did you, I mean, what did you do prior to this before you were like, I'm just going to make a business with Instagram and social media? (laughs) Yeah. Um, So I did have another business before this that was called Ella and Jackson. Um, That's a swimwear activewear label. I had that with my best friend for six years and I built that social media up from the ground and that's how I really learned how to create content, how to speak to your target audience, how to work with influencers, um, photo shoots, campaigns, all of the rest of it. And I feel like back then when we started Instagram was pretty easy. It's like it's like what Clubhouse is right now. So it was just a real cruisy game. Um, and at the same time, I was also studying public relations and marketing. So I was putting everything that I was learning into good use. Then when we moved over to Adelaide, I got a job working for quite a big company over here doing their social media. And it was 
sort of a job that I, I applied for and I was like, oh, this would just be such a dream. Like I would love this job and I got it and I, I was not expecting <laughs> it at all. And I was like, oh, wow, cool. Like, okay. Um, I guess I do have a degree and I do know what I'm doing, but it's that whole mindset thing. I was like, oh, but can I do that as a business? And I worked there for about six months and I had quite a few people asking me for their help. Yeah, that's cool. And I couldn't really, like I I was helping a few people, but it was a massive conflict of interest for me to have my own business and work there. So I, after many, many weeks of crying and um, making that hard decision, I did leave and it was amazing. It was the best thing I've ever done. Yeah, that's awesome. I love that because it is about the journey as well. A lot of people see people Mm. like yourself or me that have been in our space for quite a number of years. And I think people forget that they see and try and compare their end, their our ends or our middles to their beginnings. And I think it's really important to recognize that we all are on a journey still, but we've been on a journey to get to the point that we are now, which is really cool. So I guess social media is definitely a game changer. And I know for me, I am so blessed and grateful that we have it for business. Um, So if someone is going into the online space and new to like personal branding or growing their audience, what are some things that they could do, I guess, with Instagram or social media to get started? I think, so if I was going to start from the very beginning, what I would do is, I know this is something you teach a lot, is really identify your target audience and who you're speaking to and just get super, super clear on that. And I think that's something that I struggled with with my first business is that we, we sort of knew who we were talking to, but it wasn't clear until after a couple of years, after a couple of um years of people purchasing the product and you're like, oh, yeah, I kind of know who this is, but now I kind of know who we want to speak to. Mm. And usually, you know, when you first start your very first business, it can be all very confusing. You don't know what to do. So I think just getting super clear on who it is that you're speaking to, getting inside their head, what are they thinking, what are they struggling with, so that when you're creating your content, it is so solution-focused that they'll come to your page and they're like, how did you know that that's what I was thinking? How did you know that that's what I'm struggling with? It's like, well, you literally told me I was doing research. (laughs) You had no idea. (laughs) I love that. And it is so important because the marketplace is so noisy, right? And so we really become specific and niche down and really speak to those people. So then they see us as the expert, right, in our space, which is really powerful for sure. So you mentioned Clubhouse just before, mm-hmm. training on Clubhouse in my membership this morning. Tell us a little bit about that from your angle and what you're thinking and loving and vibing in there. I am loving it. And I feel like if you're keen, we should definitely do a room together. But um, I've been on there, I haven't been on that much. And so far, the couple of times that I've been on there, I've really been on there with a purpose Mm. to try and get people over to my Instagram, connect with people to actually get something out of it rather than just sort of like, oh, you know, consuming content for the sake of it. And the other day I did a room. This was the first time I did like a really, really long room with for an hour with um, a lady called Sabrina and she's in Dubai. She's from the UK and She is in public relations and we did a room together all about Instagram. So she sort of hosted the room and ran the room, but then the questions were all for me. So I was like the expert speaker in the room, if you you will. We had 100 people in the room. All 100 people went and followed me on Instagram and 96 of them 
actually went and signed up to my free lead magnet. Wow, 96 yes. out of 100. That's yeah. a great percentage. That's amazing. Like it's for one hour of me just chatting and they were asking questions which just come as second nature to if, if that's the industry that you're in and they're just asking these I think most of the questions were about DMs and how to manage your DMs, you know, tips around that. And it was amazing, the value that I got out of that. And I've got some amazing connections and I've messaged a few people and now we're on each other's podcasts. I actually just interviewed a gentleman yesterday that I met on Clubhouse and he came on my podcast. So it's just such a cool way to connect without without the vanity metrics, without all of the visual. You don't have to be fully prepared either. So it's not like you're spending hours and hours preparing this content or you don't know what to post. You just jump in a room and have a chat. I feel like we should have done this podcast in there at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) That would have been cool, but I'm definitely doing a room with you. I think it's amazing, yeah, from a networking point. So when you say that, is it just about talking if someone hosts a room are they then to just mention follow me on instagram or that in my bio is the information is that the best way to connect so um there's so many different rooms for different reasons you can literally find a room for anything that you're interested in Mm -hmm. so bart got on there the other day and he was like oh my god there's a room about conspiracy theories there's literally (laughs) a room about everything so it depends what it is that you're trying to get out of it um if you're on there talking about business like i was in a networking room the other day it was speed networking so it was a 30 minute room you get invited up to speak for 30 seconds you just introduce yourself introduce your business this is what i do uh this is how you can connect with me if you're interested in working with me it's just like boom 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 um so that was really valuable I've done two of those and that was amazing to connect with people but it is a great platform for networking so you can literally go up there and say anything it is that you're trying to push or focus on in your business if you're if you want to connect with people via Instagram through your dms or emails you would definitely say that you would say follow me on Instagram or come chat over on Instagram because there's no direct message feature on there Um, So I think if you're a business, you should definitely have it connected to your Instagram. Mm, For sure. So talking about Instagram, um, let's talk about stories. So many people are afraid of them. I literally just had a Mm. client on the phone before this that was, has never done stories. (laughs) And so what do you say to someone who's new to these or how can they better show up on stories and know what to say? I feel like it's just a mindset game. People are just afraid because it's new. They don't want to see their face and they think they're talking to so many people and they they literally think that they're just going to get so judged on the other side. So it is a massive fear factor, but it's the fear of the possibility of someone maybe thinking this thing, but they probably never will. So I was was talking about this with a lady the other day and um, I got this amazing analogy from a book I just finished reading that that's called Willpower Doesn't Work. And I highly, highly recommend if you're struggling because of fear, then definitely read this book. But this guy talks about how when something really scares you and you put it off, it scares you even more. So it's like that pain grows inside you and you just focus on it and it festers and you're like, oh. And he compares it to getting into a cold swimming pool. And he's like, if you you know that the water is cold, and you take one step in and then you get in there real slowly, it's going to be more painful because you're easing your way into it. And he says, if you just jumped into that cold water, adjusted, you would realize there's nothing to worry about. 
I love that analogy because you're mm. so right. And like, if you think about, say, anxiety or something, when someone cons- constantly thinks about the thing, it creates more of that anxiety as well. Mm-hmm. So, it, yeah, it's about that overthinking. Just jump in and get it done, like in the mm. water. <laughs> yeah, but some good tips if if that's something that you're struggling with is make a plan first. So don't just sit there and you're like, oh my gosh, I need to say something. What am I going to say? Actually make yourself a little plan and maybe make yourself a seven-day plan. And you can say, okay, today I'm going to introduce myself and my business. Tomorrow I'm going to talk about this and so on and so forth. You just make yourself a little plan, stick to it and commit to it just for seven days. And you'll find that, all right, well, this isn't so hard. This isn't that bad. I can do this. And you'll find that you actually start getting results as well. People People love that. They want to hear from you. Yeah, that's so true. And the consistency or getting into action is what builds that confidence, right? Mm, So Instagram bios, how does someone create a cool Instagram bio with 150 letters? (laughs) (laughs) Clubhouse, on the other hand, can have a whole story, right? Uh, And I feel like, I feel like, look, marketing is what you can say in less words, right? So if you can say your message in less words, then that's what people, people don't have time to read your super, super long bio anyway. And if they gave us more characters, people would just fill it with shit. (laughs) People would just put crap in there. Like they would, yeah, they already do. But the secret to a good bio is to make sure that that name section is super searchable. So what words are your ideal client or customer using to try find you? So not using the words of other people in your industry because then you'll only ever get found by other people in your industry. Um, You want to use really simple and clear language. Then in your actual bio section where you have your 150 characters, that's where you maybe want to do your I help statement. Make it clear. Don't just say you help people. Don't just say that you're in health and wellness, but what do you actually do in health and wellness? Make it clear and specific. And I think the simpler you can make it, the better. I think that's really, yeah, yeah, it's really key because you you can jump onto someone's bio and it can be all fluffy and sound amazing. Mm-hmm. And like, what is that? What do you mean? do? <laughs> <laughs> it's just these fluffy words mixed together. <gasps> yeah, it's 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 so vague and so fluffy, and you're like, that's beautiful, but I have no idea what you do or how I can work with you. So if you just answer the question, who do you help? how and how can they work with you so actually list different things and you might you might be focusing on different services in your business at one time so whatever it is that you're pushing at the time then that's what you should have in there so for me um, my bio usually says that I help you get confident creating and selling on Instagram and then I've got my courses free guides and grand fab membership then I've got one-on-one group coaching, management, and then I've got my podcast in there. So it's just, it's super simple, super clear and to the point. And right now, say, for example, I'm pushing my course. So it's just got more of a call to action about that. So you can change it up depending on what phase you are in your business. I like that. That's cool um, to do, actually. A good tip to change it up as you are launching different things. Hmm. So Let's talk about reels because I love your reels. I swear oh. I just go and have a little stalk on every now and then. I think you do them so well. They're incredibly creative and, you know, engaging. How does someone dive into reels and how does someone learn to be creative with them? Because obviously the more creative and fun they are, the more engaging they're going to be for people. 
Yes. So I think getting started with them is similar to getting started with stories, making yourself a plan. And if you have no idea how to make a reel or anything, there's so many courses out there. There's so many tutorials. You can look on YouTube. I have a Reels Masterclass. A few other people do as well. And it just takes you through the steps. So instead of battling with yourself, having no idea what to do, just do some research on how to actually put it together. Um, Then you can ask um, somebody that's maybe helped you with some strategy or some ideas around what to actually post on there. And the best way to know what to post is just repurpose your old content, repurpose what you've already done and create it into a reel or some video content. For editing and putting it together, you can either make it in reels or I like to use InShot. It's just a super, super simple app for video editing and you can make them a little bit more creative that way. When it comes to what to actually do in your reels, you don't have to be all dancey and you have to just do what feels right for you. (laughs) If it doesn't feel right, people will be able to tell on your face that you are just hating it and you won't get the results you want. So just stay true to yourself and I think simple is best. Simple is effective as well. If you don't know where to start, just make it really simple, make the message clear And the way I like to structure it is to have a beginning, middle and an end. So the beginning is what is that video about? The middle is maybe you've got the tips in there and then the end is your call to action. And because your reels are getting pushed out to so many more people that are actually viewing it, it's important to have that call to action, whether that be follow for more, comment below, double tap for, blah, 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 whatever it is, having that call to action is important. Yeah, that's a really good point and good tip. I definitely haven't been doing that, so I will add that in. I've only just started doing reels in the last couple of weeks, but they have such great um, engagement, like thousands of views. Why is that, you know, behind that? Yeah, so every time Instagram has a new feature, they always push it out. They will always put it in front of more people. So you may have noticed in the last few weeks that your Instagram story views may have dropped. Um, And I feel like that is across the board for everyone. So don't freak out if that's happening. But it's just because Instagram is pushing reels. So you'll find your explore page is more full of reels. They've even got the reels front center on the app. So they're heavily, heavily pushing that content. And the more content that you engage with, the more content they'll know what to show you. So that's how the algorithm works. But because, because they, like it's a new feature, they're definitely going to be pushing out for pushing it out for as long as possible. Yeah, that's cool. Do you think that um, they're going to try and keep up with Clubhouse in any way? Yes, 100%. So TikTok have jumped on the bandwagon. You can already do rooms in TikTok. There's only a matter of time before you can do it for Instagram. Instagram is the biggest copycat in the world. <laughs> And, you know, the funny part is we don't leave the platform. <laughs> no, and that's what they want you to do. So they want you to stay on there. So that's why Reels is on there. They'll definitely do rooms. Yeah. 100% they'll do it. For sure. So we're getting practice now on Clubhouse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they'll definitely do it. But it's going to, I feel like the, the platform is going to become too much. There's so much going on on Instagram. And then yeah. actually it'll be too much and overwhelming for people. Yeah. Right? Yeah, like Snapchat is just taking off again. Okay. And Snap, yeah, Snapchat ads at the moment are so, so cheap and they're getting so, so much further reach because one, Instagram ads are so expensive and two, have you seen all of the new policies that oh, have just yeah. come out? Data and stuff. 
that and also that they are not allowing you to promote or make ads about digital products. What? Which is like every business ever. (laughs) That's insane. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like it's more like about their competitors because the first thing that came up is that you can't create ads around apps. And, you know, all of their competitors are an app. (laughs) All right. Wow. Hmm. So it's like about not being able to create stuff around Clubhouse or any of that sort of stuff. Is that what you mean? Yeah. 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 Um, One of my clients, they are an app and they're they're having a really hard time. This happened to them last week and they can't create any ads at the moment. It's just, Yeah. yeah it's next level and if that's going to happen long term then they are not going to win this game well that's what i was thinking instagram will lose in the end if they're going to push Mm. people off the app yeah interesting so snapchat what's that like it's making a comeback it's definitely making a comeback i i haven't really been on there i think the last time i was on there was maybe six years ago (laughs) i'm with you on that one (laughs) um and i was on there before stories started with my other business and it was just such a great way to connect with your audience behind the scenes and with your friends as well and that was really how stories became a thing so they took that from snapchat then they took reels from tiktok and so on and so forth so they're they're going to keep going especially with the clubhouse but yeah snapchat ads are super cheap at the moment so you do look at that snapchat ads through the app is that where you do them um, I think you would have to log in to something on your computer to do them. Yeah, okay. Like a back-end, similar to Facebook Ads Manager, but Snapchat one. Yeah, okay. And cool. I'm not 100% across it, so <laughs> don't take my word for that. Do your own research if you're into Snapchat. <laughs> yeah. So networking and building relationships online is definitely like a thing. I mean, you and I are connected through Instagram, which I love, and so many beautiful friendships and relationships have been built this way. How do people start to do this if they've not say, I haven't got such a large following. Why would anyone want to follow me or connect with me? And you don't, don't want to be that sleazy DM. So how does someone build a network or build relationships online when they've got a business? I think it's actually easier to do when you have a smaller following to build those connections and relationships, because the bigger you get, the harder it is to do that with people one-on-one, especially through DMs or through Instagram. Um, I would look at it like they're a real person standing in front of you. So what is the first thing you would do? You're not just going to go up to someone and be like, hi, buy my thing. They're (laughs) going to be like, "Uh, who are you? Go away. (laughs) So definitely treat it like they're a real person. They're standing in front of you. What's the first thing you're going to do? So you might want to reply to someone's story. That's such an easy way to get into someone's DMs and just have a chat, like reply to something and be genuine about it. You might want to start with just an emoji reply and then spark a conversation or genuinely reply to a piece of content that they've put up and say, hey, this really resonated with me. Just actually starting a genuine conversation rather than just cold DMing because uh, something I've found from Clubhouse as well is a lot of people just DM you and they're like, hey, I'd love to connect. And you're like, I can smell that this is not genuine. (laughs) Are you a robot? Like, it just doesn't sound right. So I think actually being genuine reply to their stuff. And if you really want to form that relationship, then you will. But if, like, it depends what you want to get out of it. If you want, if you go into it just expecting people to buy stuff from you, 
it's not going to happen. Yeah, it's just about that genuine connection and, and mm. building rapport and interest the same. Yeah. And so I really, I guess, truly believe that success leaves clues and in the way that we show up in our daily activities and non-negotiables and things like that really does has an impact on us. How do you structure your business? Like, do you have a morning routine? Do you, you know, social media is such a big part of who you are. I'm sure you don't spend all day and every day on it, or maybe you do. (laughs) What does your routine look like? So my alarm goes off at 5.30. Whether I get up every single day at that time, I feel like I'm so dependent on the weather. Like I am just (laughs) massively (laughs) influenced by hot and cold weather. If it's cold, it's going to take me a little bit longer to get up. But it goes off the same time nevertheless. And I either get up and Bart and I go to the gym um, and usually it's about half an hour just in the morning and that that will... vary what I do whether it's just a walk or whether I do some weights or whatever it is um just to get moving just to like you know get the body moving then we'll have breakfast and I feel like my morning routine changes also where I am Mm. so if I'm in Adelaide I usually get home from the gym shower have breakfast and um sit down to work yeah but in Perth my morning routine is completely different. Like I will wake up and I'll wake up at 5.30 no matter what and I'll go straight down to the beach and I'll go for a coast walk. Usually I'll do my meditation and then I'll come home and I'll like play with the dogs, take them for a walk and it's a lot more chilled. But then I have a lot more motivation to sit down and do my work. There's, I, don't, I don't know what it is about being here. <laughs> I definitely don't like the cold. Yeah. But I need to sit down and do my work straight away. Otherwise, I'm not going to do it. You just fluff about. Mm. But then do you have a structure each day for your business? Do you do certain things each day of the week? Like how does your business structure look? Yes. So, for example, Mondays and Fridays, I don't take any meetings. Like I don't book anyone in there. I do my admin, making sure that I do my client work, like creative work. And then I, on Fridays is just a day for my business where I do my content creation, where I do the things that I want to do for my business, unless I'm falling a little bit behind or I've got a big project on or something like that. Um, then Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays is when I do my coaching calls, when I do webinars. Um, I'll still do client work, but it won't be as focused as what I do on Mondays and Fridays. And my big thing for this year is just to stop work every single day at 6 p.m. Like that's my non-negotiable because last year I think I just way overdid it and I was struggling so much between procrastination and burning out, which are the opposite ends of the scale. So that's why I've put so much more structure into those things just to make sure that I'm not doing work, I'm not replying to emails because then it's really hard for your brain to switch off. Yeah. That's really powerful. And I think it's hard when you, especially starting in a new business, if someone's listening now and, you know, having those boundaries, sometimes you may need to work late, but, you know, Mm. generally speaking, have those boundaries of like a nine to five job or have something in place where you do have set hours. And my day and week's very similar to yours, Mondays and Fridays. I don't see people. And Fridays is like kind of a half day if I feel like going for a long lunch. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's your business. And and like, you know, you don't create it to be working 24 seven. That's definitely not why you made your business in the first place and I think that's what people forget you know they just go in and they're just constantly never switching off Mm. and like the evenings I like to read my book in bed 
Yeah. Which is good. Yeah. It's so nice. I'm obsessed with reading at the moment. I have so many books on my like Kindle. And yeah. I'm taking notes like a freak at the moment. Yeah. I'm loving it so much. Are you reading anything at the moment or what's currently in your ears on audio? So I do both. So I listen and read at the same time. Um, when I go to the gym, I usually play an audio book and then at night I try to read a physical book. Um, but at the moment I'm listening to Buddhism for Mothers and it's amazing. And I feel like even if you're not a mother, you should read it. And if you're a father, you should read it too. <laughs> like it's so good. Um, it's just changing my perspective on a lot of things. And it's not really about parenting. It's more about the mindset around it, which mm. is really lovely. And it's even about how to talk to your partner and in a loving way, um, which I think is really good. And I'm also reading, excuse me, your life is waiting. Nice. Who's mm. that by? Lynn. Someone. Lynn, someone. <laughs> awesome. I'm sure someone can find it. I haven't heard it. So that. good. It's so good. I was recommended it by my business coach and I like I read a whole chapter in one sitting, which is un like I don't like to read for long periods of time in one go because I feel like I get distracted or I just need little breaks or process the information. Um and I just couldn't put it down. Love that. Hmm. You you said I think we were talking the other day. You said you've read Limitless. Have yes. you? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Do you find that helpful with your reading skills? Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. Such that definitely. Point. I was like, why couldn't that last chapter be at the beginning so that I could have read this book way faster? <laughs> yeah. That's I think we need to all like get on the wagon to gym quick and fix that. <laughs> yeah. I was like, you could have helped me read this book. <laughs> this chapter was at the beginning, not the end of the book. But it was great. That's so good. I actually have his 12-week program, which I've only done some of, but it's so clever the way he teaches things. Yeah, I've got it as well. I haven't I haven't started it yet, but I got it when he had a sale. Yeah, I think I got it like last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've done a couple of the lessons and they're very, very cool. They're so yeah, cool. So I love him. Is there anything else that you'd love to leave us with today or share any other tips? Um, I think the biggest tip at the moment is – to really get on reels because everybody's focusing on how can I grow my account? How can I reach new people? Um, All of the things that you want are on the other side of creating real content. (laughs) I love that. And so if someone wants to create some cool stuff, do you reckon they just jump on YouTube and and search reels or on there to get some inspo or just watch other people's reels? I would watch other people's reels, look on TikTok in your industry as well. There's so much that's already gone up that's happened if you're looking for ideas or how to transitions, all of those sorts of things. Um, otherwise, there are so many courses out already on how to create reels, how to do transitions, how to add text, how to add music. I think a lot of people don't do it if they don't have the music feature or if they have the shitty music feature. <laughs> um, but. Yeah, so oh, I think it's updated now, but there was a royalty-free music feature on Instagram, which just had like real, <laughs> real bad, stuff. real bad music. <laughs> well, so you have a reels masterclass, is that right? Yeah, I have a reels masterclass. Um, it's a two-hour deep dive into just how to make them, ideas for you, strategy behind it. So it's not just, hey, this is the real and this is how to make it. It's how you can actually make it effective for your business as well. Amazing. That's cool. So if anyone wants to check that out or they want to hang out with you in the DMs and not be sleazy, where do they find <laughs> you? 
You can find me at Elamazor Creative on Instagram and Ella is is with one L and it's not Ela like so many people say. <laughs> Ela. Ela. Good on Clubhouse. Like, hi, Ela. I'm like, it's still Ella. <laughs> so like you work in a call centre or something. Ela. <laughs> yeah. Um, or just you can DM me or you can email me at info at elamazorcreative.com. Awesome. I'll leave all the info in the show notes. But thank you so much for being on the show today. It's been awesome to have a quick chat about some really great stuff. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited for this episode. I really hope that you enjoyed today's episode with Ella. She has the most gorgeous Instagram and she's full of incredible information and knowledge to get you on your journey in the online space, especially in Instagram. So it would mean the absolute world to me if you could take a screenshot, pop it up on your stories and share with your audience. And don't forget to tag me at I am Rebecca Neal or Rebecca Neal, the podcast, so that I can also share it over on my stories too. And if you're new around here, welcome and thank you for tuning in. I'm so grateful to have you. And I really hope that you have enjoyed this episode and that you head over and listen to some others. And I look forward to connecting with you on Instagram in the DMs. Enjoy the rest of your day.